Welcome to this APTA podcast. Welcome to this APTA podcast. I'm Roger Herr, president of the American Physical Therapy Association, and thanks for joining me. If you're like me, you've probably spent a lot of time looking ahead over the past two years, especially to the time when we can leave the pandemic fully behind us. Sometimes, during the worst of the pandemic, it seemed like keeping our eyes on a different future was the only thing that kept us going. Looking ahead can be a source of comfort, but it can also be a powerful tool. We can make a difference when we don't just hope for a better future, but work to steer ourselves towards it. I think of this way of looking ahead as foresight. It's not just dreaming of what the future might hold, it's about connecting across differences and being willing to change right here and right now to position ourselves to reach the future we envision. This kind of foresight was the focus of the president's address that I delivered to the 2022 APTA House of Delegates in August. The address occurred as part of the APTA Leadership Congress, a first ever event that brought together current and future leaders of our association to think about how our present and future are connected. Here's my address. Good morning, and on behalf of the APTA Board of Directors, I welcome you to the 2022 House of Delegates, to our first ever APTA Leadership Congress, and to our second century as an association. It wasn't long ago that our association capped off our 100th year anniversary with a celebration at Keene's Chop House in New York. As you may know, Keynes is a legend within our profession. It's the place where our organ the organization that would become APTA was born. When we returned there last December, it was with our Centennial Scholars, a group of young leaders devoted to carrying our profession and association into the future. What a great juxtaposition about thinking about the next 100 years in the place the first 100 years began. The, that was the point. Healthy organizations don't get stuck in the past or get lost in a the moment. They look ahead. That's been hard for many of us to do in the recent years because we've been re reacting to the force of COVID-19. It's consumed our present. COVID-19 put the concerns of today ahead of the concerns of tomorrow, in a large part because we weren't ready for it. Back in 2019, not many of us thought what would happen if a pandemic shut down entire countries for months or even days. Few thought about the effects the pandemic would have on education, on the supply chain, on our physical and emotional health. And certainly, we didn't think ahead to the impact on patient care. The pandemic brought us disruption and stress in particular to our clinicians on the front lines of patient care. It impacted our economy and our personal well-being. It took away gatherings and celebrations. It threw careers off course. And worst of all, it brought death and suffering. The pandemic is part of our present, but through our hardship has come innovation and wisdom. We know so much more now than we did then. It's our responsibility to use that wisdom to ensure the old saying proves true, hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is rarely enjoyable. Hindsight often carries a sting of regret. If only I had noticed, 
If only I had listened. If only I had paid more attention to what really matters. There's no cure for that feeling. We can't undo the past. What we can do is affect the future. We can exercise foresight. We have an expansive, expansive vision. We have an ambitious mission. We have 100 years of history. We have a commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, we must apply foresight. And what do I mean by that word? Foresight isn't prediction. Foresight is preparation. In some ways, it's simple. On a sunny morning, our phone says it's going to rain, so we take an umbrella with us, even though the current conditions suggest otherwise. That's a kind of foresight. However, applying foresight to our association, profession, and the transformation of society is more complex. But we must try. And a good first step is to embrace curiosity and understanding. In late June, I issued a statement as APTA president in response to the Supreme Court decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. I've heard from many members since then. I've heard from members who support the statement, and I've heard from people who oppose the statement. I've been doing my best to listen to all these voices. I'm also seeking to understand, and I am hope I'm not alone. I knew everyone wouldn't agree with this statement because there are many things about which our members have different and strong opinions. Disagreement is okay. But what I'm most concerned about is the number of members who told me they feel unsafe sharing their perspective in our association community. I hope we can do better. We must listen to each other. We must be willing to allow new and dissenting voices to be heard. If we can't listen, we cannot understand. And then we're just wrestling to be the person with the bullhorn. Inclusive leadership isn't easy, but it's essential. And it starts with a commitment to each other. Inclusion isn't about just about making the circle bigger. It's ensuring those within the circle are able to contribute in meaningful ways. Different people, different perspectives, and different experiences. Sometimes that will end or lead to disagreement, and sometimes even disappointment. But as leaders, we must stretch beyond our comfort zones. When we surround ourselves by those who have the same experiences and perspectives, we're standing in a place as the world changes around us. Foresight isn't possible without accepting progress doesn't happen without change. For those of us who have served in leadership for a long time, embracing change can be hard. It requires letting go, letting go of personal control, letting go of a rigid perspective of what APTA is and should be. It might be even stepping back so others can step forward. We can become champions for the next generation. We can bring new voices into the conversation. If we, want to find, uh, if we want others to find a place in our association, we need to be the ones standing on the front porch to invite them inside. And when we do, we're not inviting them into our home, we're handing them the keys to their home. The future generation is becoming present, is, uh, the future generation is becoming, uh, uh, the, the, 
is becoming the present generation at rapid speed. My question is, are we ready? Engaging in foresight demands that we identify the built-in assumptions that define our current association culture and evaluate if they are serving our future. Along the way, we need to acknowledge the external landscape around us and make sure assumption does not turn into denial. The payment environment is a great example. Although we see new models being tested, progress is painfully slow. How much can we endure? What can we realistically influence? And how can we ensure our desire for sunshine doesn't get us caught in a storm without an umbrella? If our solutions occur in the thought vacuum that we think our profession deserves, then we're not only failing to engage in foresight, we're failing to accept the present. The use of digital technology to augment wellness prevention and rehabilitation is another example. It's here, now, and it isn't going away. We must continue to hold the line that PTs, that physical therapy involves PTs and PTAs. And we must prepare for digital health to be a fact of life, the predictable next step for a health system that always strives to support more people at less expense. And we can't forget about our APTA. Foresight demands a willingness to identify and attest our assumptions about this association we all hold dear. Most of our profession don't maintain membership in APTA. If we hope to change that, we need to look at our governance models, our ways of working, and our opportunities for participation. We need to ensure that the traditions of today are empowering the APTA of tomorrow. Not everything has been uphill, and in some areas we have tremendous momentum. So one example is how the public sees our profession. Despite a long-held narrative that the public doesn't understand what we do, appreciation for the value of physical therapy continues to grow. More and more people are realizing that physical therapy isn't about recovering from an injury or surgery. They're increasingly looking to us for who we are, movement experts. We see the evidence of this in a recent public survey commissioned by APTA, and we'll be sharing that this fall. And we see it in the increasing shifts in our consumer website, choosept.com. You can also see this in the media members of our profession, who are now routinely quoted as experts in many media outlets. Some of the biggest players include the New York Times, the Today Show, and Consumer Reports. We're also seeing positive momentum in physical therapy education and professional pathways. Partly fueled by the pandemic, education programs are having important discussions about the directions they need to take. Our Education Leadership Partnership inspired a roadmap for the future of education that's been well received. And our PT Moves Me program continues to expand our recruitment efforts. The needle is moving as PTCAST data shows that applications from students in traditionally marginalized communities are growing. We're on the right path. As we strengthen our foresight, we must never forget our past. At the same time, we need to let the past be the past, and that's where it belongs. Our founders were curious, hopeful, and brave, 
and we must be the same. But we must, let's appreciate that today, we're operating far beyond their experience and vision, and that cycle will repeat itself forever. Foresight is the best way to prepare for the future, but it is not a crystal ball or a magic wand. Any act of foresight must allow for mistakes and disappointment. Given the profession we're in, this shouldn't phase us. Our patients experience setbacks all the time. That's part of any progress, and we see it everywhere. Director Steven Spielberg rejected twice by the film program at USC. Oprah Winfrey was fired from her first TV job. Stephen King's first book was rejected by publishers 30 times. Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team. Vera Wang was a figure skater who didn't make the 1968 Olympics before she became a 90, uh, fashion icon. Mary McMillan founded our association, but before that, she had to withstand a world at war. The list is endless. Frustration almost always comes first. Pain is a sign of growth. Progress is rarely a straight line. Those of us gathered in this ballroom have the privilege of leading our association. With that becomes a responsibility of foresight. I urge us not to command from behind, but to guide from out front to spend as much time as possible focused on where we must be, not where we are. Recent history reminds us that, that today usually looks a lot, that, that tomorrow usually looks a lot like today until it doesn't. Foresight is discipline, not dreaming. The sooner we embrace that tomorrow will be different, the better we can prepare for what's to come. So thank you and have a great 2022 House of Delegates. You can find more APTA podcasts like this one on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, or by visiting apta.org slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.